Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, you know, trouble falling asleep, getting to sleep? Welcome. I, I hope, I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. What is What does the rest mean? What, do you, what is... This is my first time here. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is my 30th time here, and I still have no idea what you... Well, what we're going to do is we're going to create a safe place where you can set aside any worries, racing brain stuff, brain, you know, when your brain kind of gets a shot of some sort of hormone that's similar, that does... It's like... Like, uh, the idea of giving kids candy at bedtime while hilarious if you're not their parent is uh, kind of what happens to a lot of us when it's time to rest all of a sudden that uh, crazy brain let's just call it that it's not a technical term but I'm um, you know working on making it one you know uh, it gets some candy somehow sneaks in a cupboard candy and as it happens to be those like espresso bean chocolate covered dark chocolate with like the 87% cacao or whatever the hell it is. And these are like the most powerful. Exp- and this part of your brain is just like blah, 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 blah. What about the, you know, taking out journeys to the future in the past? You know, that's not comforting. That's not helping you. And you're like, listen, man, I got to fall asleep. Oh, how are you going to fall asleep? We got all this stuff to worry about. And so that's what this podcast is here for. I don't, I don't even know. I just went in a roundabout way. It was like I was stuck in a roundabout, going in the wrong direction there after having that candy myself. But this podcast is going to distract you from that by um, talking nonsense like I just did directly. You know, also you got you listen, the part of your brain that's on candy, the kid on candy brain, kid on candy brain, maybe that's it, brain on kid candy. We'll work on that, but that part's going to listen to me too. And it's going to be a bedtime story, and that kid candy brain ears is going to buy into it, ideally. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. It works for a decent amount of people, though. You listen, but don't pay attention. Let the kid candy part of your brain be wrapped, like, rapidly engrossed in this story. But to you, the wiser, more intelligent part of you, you know, the the, the you-you, possibly. I'm not a philosopher, but uh, you'll be like, this is kind of boring, you know. So I'm kind of listening. Oh, wait, he's starting to talk about uh, tube socks and uh, stripes on tube socks. I don't know. I'm asleep now. But uh, for some strange reason, the part of your kid brain that had too much candy, kind of like, I guess I'm like a clown uh, for the kid candy brain. I'm juggling. And this part of your brain hasn't reached the point of uh, development where it's like, where it understands. Not how to juggle, but that ju- it's like, wait a second, that's that's three balls that guy's uh, flipping in there. Whoa, four balls. Holy friggin' mackerel. Uh, I can't keep my eyes off of this because it, five balls, and I mean five balls for a normal person would be like, holy cow, that guy's juggling five balls. But, you know, three balls is enough for your kid candy brain. It's just like staring. Uh, so that's my bedtime story. A clown juggling three balls. Oh, yep. Uh, you know, some people sail high, as high as they can be. Me, you know, some clowns are juggling six balls. Some clowns are juggling fire. Some clowns are juggling knives. Some clowns are juggling other clowns. But, you know, I've seen, you know, there's good clowns out there. Me, I'm not even a clown juggling three balls. Uh, Oh, I don't mean to go. Yeah, I can't go on a tangent right now. We're too far into the intro. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm a, a person. I'm only, you know, able to make a metaphor about juggling. I can't even actually juggle. But for some reason, your kid party candy brain will be distracted by that ideally. And you'll fall asleep. That's what I want, to help you fall asleep, to distract you from whatever's running through your brain so you can drift off into dreamland. If you're new, you might say, why, what, what's this guy doing? What's, what's wrong with this guy? That's a whole other subject of podcasts. Probably I'll need to be interviewed by some brain scientists. But uh, why do it? Well, I, I've had many 
a sleepless night. And so that's the main reason why I, I can, my skin is prickling up right now, like thinking about those nights. So I don't want, if, if I happen to have the ability to tell a boring story and people, it works for people who fall asleep, I'm going to do it. But I don't have like hypnotizing tapes or hypnotizing um, uh, stuff. I don't have a salve that you could rub on your throat. And that's, the podcast only works when you rub the salve underneath your ears because of the essential uh, crystals I put in. And none of that stuff. I'm just here to do this. We'll see how this works out. But, but it's, it's been great for me so far. I enjoy doing it. And I hope I help you fall asleep. That's it. Uh, you know, I try my best. You don't even have to pay attention. I'm a clown just trying to keep his three balls in the air. And don't worry. All right? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay? Okay? We're on the web, though. Uh, that This is a clear, sensible thing. www.sleepwithmepodcast.com is where you can find us. You can reach me on Twitter, and uh, it's at Dearest Scooter. You can talk to me there, interact with me there. I got my buddies Babs. I got my buddy Deb. They're shooting me sleep-related articles, and I'm retweeting them. So we'll get some uh, sleep info on there. You can get us on Facebook, Sleep With Me Podcast. There's plenty of people on there. I put the bloopers on there. Humiliating stuff, the bloopers, for... uh, for people that are related to me. For me, I'm like, well, this is that's me. What am I going to do? But, you know, people that, uh, you know, actually people that are related to me are kind of like, well, that's him. But, you know, the, the my internal critic doesn't like my bloopers. That's 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 what I'm getting at. So that's Facebook. Um, you can comment on the website. I hear from people there. You can email me, feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. I think, I, did I say that? But that's it. I'm glad, I'm, glad you're here. And I, I hope I help you fall asleep. If I don't, I, I you know, give it a couple tries. I'm sorry, but I, you know, that's what I want to uh, bore you to sleep. But uh, but I hope this helps. Thank you, Zona. Thank Chris Postal Posterson, who does our music over at SoundsLikeAnEarful.com. I want to thank the Lord and Lady of the podcast. I want to thank Scott and Jennifer, who does does our uh, icons, our artwork. Lord and Lady of the podcast, who Lord and Lady over us. The defrenestrator who watches over them, the silver tone who sings, the thunder from down under, who else? Uh, the sweet dulcet tones of the silver, our, our silver tone, Babs and Deb who do all our, uh, who send me all these wonderful links. Damon D on the backup, uh, send them some money. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash double D. He's raising money for the Iron Man Foundation. I want to thank some of the newer listeners, Rocky and Connie, who both make comments on the website, Lori C. and Cat O. over on uh, Twitter. And I want to thank uh, Andrea for sending Cat our way, another one listener. I think Andrea G. is responsible for more than one listener, but uh, one listener initiative. If you hear somebody that's having trouble falling asleep, you know, tell them about the podcast. And that's all this. If you want to help the podcast out, we just need 1% of you that are listening to tell one person about the podcast. Find one listener. We'll be all set. Thank you. I want to say hi to Julie's cats if they're listening. Uh, Sophie H., she has a little uh, group called Young People Get Sick Too. Well, maybe we'll be talking about that soon again more. Uh, maybe we'll be talking about that, but I want to salute her for her hard work. Cambo F., uh, saying hi. Uh, Carolyn T. Carolyn T is looking for a set of uh, sleep headphones. So if anybody has any recommendations, let me know. I've heard of sleep phones. But, you know, if you have anything, because it's not, you know, we got to find uh, something that w- works for, for our, you know, for, for people that need it. Because uh, I can't imagine putting a speaker in a pillow would work. But it might. I don't know. Uh, pillow. Pillow. I mean, those freaking kids that sleep with those projector pillow pets. Anyway, uh, Carolyn is looking for a comfortable pair of headphones to sleep in, so anybody who knows anything, let me know. Anna said hi. Babs, I already mentioned. I want to say thanks again to Babs. Alex R. said hi over on Facebook. Thank you all. Uh, iTunes reviews. I'm working on Algorithmic. And we got one wonderful iTunes review. I haven't gotten an email with my international reviews, but I'm waiting on that. But uh, we got this review this week from Satsuma6. Satsuma6, I like that. 
They have wonderful, very nice review. Caesar Milan of Falling Asleep. I'm just going to read it because it's so nice. I mean, and every review is nice. I just said, uh, the narrative of this podcast, dear Scooter's like the Caesar Milan of Falling Asleep. You know, the dog trainer show. You know, the, you know, the dog trainer show. At the beginning of the show, the dog is yanking the leash like crazy and is trying to bite its owner and fight other dogs. The dog is like your mind when you can't fall asleep. Then Caesar walks up, takes the dog's leash, and the dog immediately calms down. The dog goes into a calm, submissive state. The owner's like, what? How'd you do that? That's what happens in this podcast. Your mind calms down and you can fall asleep. He does this thing where he repeats words, and I don't know if it's he does it on purpose or accident, but it's lights out after that. Great podcast. I've been listening for months. Works for me. Thank you, Setsuma. Uh, a quick comment. I, I, I found that show. I remember a couple of years ago when that show came out, I was like, oh, man, it was so so fun to watch that show. And that, it is true. That's, that's like the kind of the goal. As I said earlier, it's like this part of your brain that had too much candy laced with caffeine. Uh, and, yeah, I'm just trying to say, hey, calm it down. Uh, don't worry. I'll be in charge of the talking and the listing instead of you. You can just, you know, puppy dog. Just listen to me, puppy dog brain that had too much candy. Who was also, I don't know. Anyway, thank you for the iTunes reviews. If you have a chance to review and rate us on iTunes, it would really help us out. Find uh, Help more people find the podcast through algorithms uh, and uh, stuff like that. Thank you so much for listening. Let's uh, go on the show. Well, hey, everybody, it's a random time. It's a happy Martin Luther King Day, or more, instead of happy, more, maybe take a moment uh, to think about, you know, all the people, Martin Luther King is a spearhead that sacrificed so much, well, that had so much taken away from them, but then sacrificed so much, not you know, for the rights of other people. <sighs> Uh, I don't know. Let's uh, let's just take a moment. And yeah, but I guess take two moments because we took that one. <sighs> okay. Well, as uh, what time is it? It's like one, maybe one o'clock earlier. Let me look a little bit earlier. Uh, just past twelve thirty, and uh, doing a Reddit uh, Twitter. Twitter, t- uh, what do we call it? Trending Twitter Tuesdays. This is going to come out uh, next week since the um, uh, tech meltdown. I'm trying to keep a couple episodes in the hopper uh, with the old, uh, you know, stay ahead of the game. So uh, by the time this hits your ears, it'll be January, I don't know, 20, 20, mid 20s, I think. I don't even know. I think today's maybe the 17th. It could be the 18th or the 19th. Probably, yeah. I think maybe it's the 19th. Uh, it's a Monday. And we're doing trending, trending, trending Twitter Tuesdays because it's been a while. This goes out to my buddy Andrea G. who will probably repurpose this, but this is our first test run. Okay, so the good thing about Twitter is there's only two screenshots. I'm gonna pa- I'll, I'll pause. And now I'll be right back. Screenshots are taken. 12, 12, 1240. 1241 Pacific uh, day. I think it's Pacific Daylight Time. And uh, everybody just close your eyes. We're, We're drifting into another world. World. Uh, where you're, you're sitting in a chair. And you're waiting for something. You're listening. It's a busy place. Lots of people walking. Lots of people chattering. There's other background noises. I believe it's CNN droning on. Uh, some a voice. It's just a background noise at this point. You're agitating for a background noise. And there's other noises. There's a there's an announcement. And you realize it's time for you to stand up and get in a line of pushy people. And everybody's in this hurry. It's like, it's like, even, and you're like, well, it's not even my group. Why am I standing to position myself in a position, to get in a position, to position myself in line? 
Why do I just do this? Why do I just get wound up? Let me just relax here. Maybe this, instead of pretending, maybe this, instead of being real, this is just a dream. And you realize that you've got a paper-like ticket in your hand. It's some sort of, it used to be paper. Now it's like printer receipt paper, which you're not sure if it's paper or plastic. And it's, but it's in the, you've, you know, shoved it in your pocket. But it's in boarding group three. Does that mean I'm, uh... What does that mean? But you say, okay, well, this is a, if this is a dream, would I handle it differently? Yeah, just kick back on these chairs, you know, that are, you know, like universal between, it's strange they pick this shape for a chair at a weighted airport, much more hip room on these chairs, a little more ass room, like ass to leg room. You know, these chairs aren't, they're not terribly uncomfortable or comfortable and uh, great for putting a bag on, you know, if you want to isolate yourself and, and make it inconvenient for other people. But right now you're just, you know, this is a dream. Maybe your mind even goes to like whatever, whoever that was, like Young and B.F. Skinner. I don't know if that was a guy, but there's some dream guy like that that says, you know, associative type stuff. Is everything, you know, what is that? What does that digital board mean in your dream? If this is a dream, but is it real or a dream? I don't know. But you see that you watch with kind of amusement as the people in line. There's the people with dirty look people. You know, sometimes we're one of them. We know it. We admit it. And then there's the uh, the people that, that are either totally aloof or pretending they're aloof and waiting in the, the line and you know that they're not supposed to be there, and you're, and you're, it's a little bit, and without being in line, it's kind of, you're like, okay, well, is the, uh, is the sewer, is the, what do you call it, the flight person going to let them go anyway or not? They're pushing their kids in front of them, but they haven't even, they call pre-boarding, is a 12-year-old part of pre-boarding? You know, if you travel with a 12-year-old, you'd say probably, yeah. But what's this, you know, and then you realize that you, something else distracts you. And it's just, you know, the, 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 you start to notice there's a hum that if you let out, let go and all the sounds, they, they're separate and, and one sound at the same time. There's also like a hum of just presence of so many people moving, gesturing, charging their phones, eating foods that are both overpriced and unflavorful, Uh, people trying to get a couple beverages in to relax them, unwind them, you know, give give a lubricant or a a space between the world and themselves. Uh, There's other people, you know, trying to just, there's pleasant people. I you notice a couple of them, people smiling. I wonder what's going on with them. What's that smile? You, know, you see, you look at the magazine and candy, soda bottles, water bottles, but you know you have some water, and now it's time to board, and you even missed out to see if that person got on in the proper boarding group or not because it doesn't really matter. And then you start to walk, you hand your ticket, you just feel like, oh, if this is a dream, maybe where I wonder where I'm going. Well, I guess I don't know where I'm going because if it's a dream, it could say Albuquerque, but it might not be Albuquerque. It could be Albuquerque could be like a bowl of tomato soup in a dream. But where would a plane land if it was a bowl of tomato soup? Is there a jetway? Does it pull up next to the bowl or does it land in the bowl? You giggle as you hand your ticket and the, and the person taking the ticket's like, wow, it's clear you're not giggling at me. Hey, have a great flight. And they think, wow, there's one non-grouch going by. And they even, non-grouch coming through, uh, coming down the jetway. And you hear announcements and then you realize like the, that the inefficiency of the boarding process always ends up in a line on the jetway as well. 
which is, you know, doesn't seem to be a solution to, can you imagine, uh, you're sure you read somewhere that they tried calling people by their seat once upon a time, or their, did they ever call by name? Somebody would probably sue about that, so they probably didn't do that. Uh, but, you know, would that speed up the boarding process? And you board the flight, you walk down the jetway, it smells of wet carpet, and you hear noises outside. Every once in a while, the jetway readjusts, which, you know, you know, there's nothing to be nervous about. You think, should I, is that a symbol? Should I take note of that symbol, a readjustment, sudden jerky readjustment of the jetway? Does that have some global meaning for my life? Or is that just a thing in a dream? Or is anything just a thing in a dream? Or is it just, just one hormone rebalancing with another in my head? And the, these are just images that are byproducts of that. You're not sure. And again, you were like, well, I could have taken too many Xanax. Did I take any Xanax? Did I, how much red wine did I drink? Did it, is that, are my teeth red? Uh, could this be real? Okay, well, at least I'm in a I'm mellow, so I'm not going to act out. So probably no consequences. So I'll just get on this plane, go to sleep, and wake up. Hopefully, you know, they don't, you know, mistake. I'm going where I'm supposed to go. I'm going to have to trust the airline. And then part of you is like, what are you, what are you saying? That's madness to me. I say, well, it's either a dream or too many Xanax. So you don't, you know, you don't need to worry as much as normal. Uh, you know, I know we've got this trouble having faith in these people run, you know, the corporation, even the normal human beings, you know, you couldn't be responsible for a jetliner. But then you say, well, um, can I have faith in my lack of faith that there's limits to how far my, uh, you know, ability not to have, it's like, okay, well, that has limits too. So maybe... You say, wow, that's dreamy because I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And then you notice, maybe this is a dream because I don't hear any kids crying. So that's a bonus. No kids crying thus far. Oh, no, hopefully I didn't jinx myself. I'll really know it's a dream when I start passing the restrooms and determine the sense. And then you, you pass further along the jetway. You see... No strollers, so you're like, okay, whoa, there's no strollers being waited to check. And then, you know, you have a hernia, okay, so like, okay. I'm just like a, uh, you know, gelatinous thing inside of a liquid floating and rolling, almost like a, a slow-moving ball, globule, if you will, towards my destination, which is my seat, 24C. Uh, and then you're like, hmm, I never can never remember if C is the window or the aisle. And then you're like, well, what should I hope for one or the other? What a, did I ask for that? Was I thinking I'd have to go to the bathroom? Do I have to go to the bathroom? Well, how long is a flight? And how long, if this is a dream, how long is this an eight hour flight? Or like, a, is my alarm about to go off? Will I have to go? Will I awake to go to the bathroom in, in real life? Uh, or will I wake, and it's not a dream, I'm on a plane going to the bathroom. Well, that would be awkward. But maybe, you know, maybe a, I don't, okay, well, let's just wait and see. How about, how about that? Okay, we're at the end of the jetway, and this is a threshold. And we're our first step of faith as we say, okay, I have a tiny anxiety that the jetway with a small, minuscule gap between the jetway, but it's okay. And even if the jetway readjusts, it's readjusting for my safety. And I say, you know what? It's a dream. You know, I'm just going to walk right through the jetway into the plane, like a gob- globule, or a gobule, if you will. A gob, 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 goo. And then you think, man, I say, I got a little. I got, I got the giggles there, too. Maybe I had some ganja goo balls, but I'm not sure if I did or not. Probably probably I wouldn't do that at the airport, but uh, this could be another. Would they, that would be a good business. Maybe I should write that down. 
uh, airport dispensary or, well, I guess you can't dispense. They say, well, they wouldn't like that. Airport uh, uh, pharmacy, you know, on-site consumption only dispensary. And the airlines wouldn't like that. I don't know. Put it on the put it in the brainstorm pile to 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 TBB to be brainstormed. Or should I put it in my? Well, let me look at my list here. To be what's the other one? Discerned. Yeah, maybe I should go on the TBD to be discerned list, where it just sits in my subconscious. Well, if I'm in my subconscious. Wow, I'm already on the plane walking down the aisle. I don't even have a bag, and I don't care. Oh, wait, that's my bag. It's uh, already placed perfectly. Jesus, I notice in this sense of calm on this plane. Calm I've never seen before. And the funny thing is it's below the surface. I can see everyone's faces. They're the normal uh, people I call monsters or uh, jerks, jerk faces, uh, a-holes, um, rich guys, bratty kids. Well, just, again, no bratty kids at all, so it probably is a dream. But he, oh, wait, no, those are kids. They look bratty on the surface, but somehow I've got some uh, essence ray vision or something. It's like, oh, well, there's a calm below that. Maybe below, below, and below it, like peel away all the onion, and there's nothing left but a calm lotus-like thing that is opened onto itself. If that even has any meaning, it doesn't, but it doesn't matter. And you say to yourself, wow, um, you know, I guess I'm going to have a seat here, my seat. And you say, huh, it is both an aisle and a window seat. Uh, and you you take a seat and your, your, your brain hasn't caught up with your words, so you haven't tried to make sense of it. And you sit and you're like, wow, I got a lot of leg room too. This is great. And you just smile. And, and normally, you, you know, you, you're like me. You know, smile. What are you, crazy? I'm not going to smile. What do I got to smile about? But there's some sun coming in through the window, the right amount of sun warming, refract, refracting. There's probably some refraction going on with the two panes. But it's on your arm and the side of your face, and it feels good. And so you smile like a cat laying in the sun on a piece of warm concrete. You feel like that. And you breathe, and you say, uh, ding, this is a couple ding dings. And then you notice most of the people I see, except for this man coming down the aisle, he's an unassuming man. And he, he's confused, and, and then you're like, okay, this is probably the guy that's going to be sitting next to me. Doesn't look like he smells, though, so that's a bonus. He's a somewhat a, a slight of build, so that's another bonus. Maybe he's a talker, probably a talker, but uh, hopefully his breath will be, oh, uh, uh, hi, hi, hello. Hey, hi, that looks like I'm sitting. Wow, would you believe these seats, both an aisle? And a window seat in some sense. So, because we're in that weird exit row where there's just two seats by themselves and a little island of a uh, seatdom where, you know, there's room in front and back to walk. So, it's like I can look out the window or I can go to the bathroom. You can do that without bothering me. You can go, and uh, we can go around back or we can go around front. It's like a little, uh, little suite. We didn't, I didn't pay extra for this ticket, did you? And then you think to yourself, well, I'll just guess I'm going to go with the flow and listen to this guy passively taking it in in the calmest way possible. And as you close your eyes, you get an overwhelming sense of like uh, you, you, you gave this guy a look over. He's still chattering about the island of seat you have. You think uh, this guy, I have an overwhelming sense of calm and, and trust in this this man and not in a this guy kind of reminds you of a professor you had that really was into the subject he was talking about. And he was like, not non-sexual, but the kind of professor you just felt comfortable around. He not, he, you didn't, you and Everett would never have any 
It wasn't like he was unattractive, but not attracted. You were not attracted to him. And it was clear he didn't have any attraction to you except as a human being and as a studier of his subject, which he is so obsessed about and interested in. And he was one of those guys that just amused you in an amusing way, and it was a very clear-cut um, uh, subject, really, that, which is odd because now he's talking, hey, uh, I, I, you know, we're sitting next to each other on this plane, and I know that plane sitting is a terribly, uh, you know, loaded, this is, you know, we're, I don't know, I, I'm unsure, uh, my flight, my ticket says tomato soup on it, so I'm not clear on where we're going or how long this flight is. And when I asked the stewardess, what, 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 where are we going? Anyway, I just, you know, you seem like a, a you just seem like a lovely young person. And I want to, you know, I find it best to have a, a, a flight. I have a lot of social issues. I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm an idiosyncratic person. So I find it interesting we have a flight, kind of like a flight man. I have never written it up formally as a, a flight passenger manifesto agreement, but I think, you know, there's a lot of joke. Oh, who's going to run the, uh, you know, let's have a little, uh, you know, alpha dog type uh, thing about this uh, here armrest. I, I don't think that addresses many of the things. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a somewhat observant fellow. I can tell you're, you're, you're slightly nervous. So here's, here's what I propose. I will talk because I am just a human chatterbox, but you don't have to listen to me. You can just pretend I'm like the CNN on at the airport that you can, you know, your ears can either focus on what I'm saying or not focus on what I'm saying. But, you know, just take with it that there's a sonic level of comfort behind my words that is like uh, that, that uh, you, you know, will, uh, I don't know, carry you. Kind of like the vibration of plane once we, oh, we just pulled away from the jetway. Um, that will give you a, a sense of like, yeah, everything's going to be fine here. And maybe it's going on at some sort of, uh, I don't know, I don't understand scene waves, wavelengths, cosine and sine. I did not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I teach at a liberal arts school, you know, we, we, uh, we don't offer tangible assets. We offer the intangible ones, which are debatable. But anyway, that's not. So that would be my deal with you. And if you, you know, so, you, so I'll talk. That brings me comfort. You can either listen or not listen. Or I also offer earplugs that are incredibly powerful is the other option if you don't want to listen to me talk. But I think it will provide you with a sense of comfort. And it will also comfort me and maybe by me being comforted by chattering you are offering me comfort and this strange relationship. So maybe even if you don't want to listen, you'll do it out of the kindness of your heart because I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. But by talking to you, it will calm me down and, and make me less nervous. And I know there's really nothing to be afraid of. All this is out of my control. But, I, you know, I just, I'm going on. So that would be my offer to you. My other offer will be, that I, you can have full armrest privileges um, and or, you know, we could share the armrest. And I tell you what, if you fall asleep, there'll be no, um, you know, I will be here to make sure there's nothing strange. We can go coordinate drink orders. You know, if we're both asleep, I guess we both miss out. Snacks, I have a bag of snacks. So that is, if you have no snacks, I have every snack imaginable in my bag. And since this is some strange plane flight to, uh, was it tomato basil soup or just tomato soup? Because I don't, I don't know. But anyway, how's that sound? And as the engines are roaring up, uh, I just want you to relax and listen to me. You can close your eyes, feel the per perfect temperature of the plane. You know, it's MLK Day today, Martin Luther King, and I, I'm not the brightest guy. And I, I guess when you listen to me, you're going to realize that I'm, uh, my mind goes strange places. But I honestly, in my ignorance, I don't know, was was Martin Luther King named after Martin Luther? When I, when I was a child, I learned about Martin Luther King Jr. first and then Martin Luther second. 
if it, I, I kind of, I think he was the guy that hammered things on. Okay, now we're we're taking off. So just you can just listen to me talk. And yeah, the plane's picking up, and you can grip my hand if you need to. Grip it hard. Grip it good. And that, as you grip it with that powerful grip you have, you know, some some sort of energy is leaving you. But I think I, I remember he was the guy that hammered things on a wall of a church, I think. Or I get, and this is not a joke, I'm, I get that mixed up with Thomas Merton, maybe. Because I know there was like a guy that wanted to get divorced and there was multiple schisms among religions. And uh, I think it was the Church of England was involved. I know there's pro- Protestantism and Lutherism, Luth- Lutheranism. Martin Luther, well, well, of course, that would be Lutheranism is somehow related to him. Protestant looks like protest, so I'm not sure. But there was like the Church of England and someone wanted to be divorced, I think. And they were like, oh, no. And they were like, oh, yes. And then I think there was like the 46 notes. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you're smiling. And you know what? The plane has has taken off the ground. But we are, we're still climbing. So you could be aware that you're physically aware of it. But but think about that 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 my mind is not soared like this. It's like it, it, it. So was it the forty? It, it, what's that? What's that like being smarter than? It, it's just like. So, but we know Martin Luther King Jr. is a hero of American hero, a worldwide hero, who who was a brave, brave man, and he. I I would just like to meet him. Have met him. And spend time to see what, what his capacity of for caring and compassion, like what was that waved against his bravery and his vision? They like soak him in. You know, people say soak this person in. I'd like to soak him in and see, you know, because, and I guess it, again, it underlies what little I know. Uh, but to see like what, what he was like. What it would be like to just sit, sit next to him on a plane maybe and rub arms with him and say, he said, well, this is how I would, you know, this would be a fantasy. This is a dream anyway, possibly. could be a real flight. It would be strange. Maybe I'm misreading tomato soup. Maybe I got tomato soup on my ticket. That might be it. Tomato, was there an American city that starts Toronto? Maybe we're going to Toronto. What other Toledo suit? Toledo suit. I don't know. It's Toledo. Toledo. We could be headed to Toledo. I think Bill King. I, I I've spent time in Oakland. I'm not sure if he was the one that came up with Holy Toledo, or if it was another baseball announcer. But so we're, we're taking off. I, I want to tell you with a re, one of the reasons I'm flying is a job interview. A job interview. I'm I. Uh, I specialize in, uh, well, I like to do tours, walking tours. And somebody was saying, oh, there's five words. I think it was a joke going around the Internet about five words to ruin a job interview. And I, the, the, so somebody that I was waiting with at the airport, they were you know, looking and said, hey, what's five? And I said, well, let me think about job interview. I said, well, one, I said, um, I am picturing you naked. I am picturing you naked. I think that's five. I'm pit- And then does I am count as one word or two? That's a question for you as we bank. We're just going, you know, we're just going to cruising altitude, so that's no problem. Uh, I, I'm, so that was one interview. I said, I am. But then I said, I'm one word or two, because I don't want to cheat clearly. I'm picturing you, I'm picturing you naked. Mm. It was another interview that that that's another ruin, and then you say um I'm if I'm's one word again I'm picturing you naked oh oh that's one there's a pause in there but it was built into the word oh, oh, oh. Uh, so that's that should get you through the banking thinking about that but there's many other times but those would be the main ones I would say I am picturing you know. But that could be good for an interview if you were being – like say you were an artiste, like say you were in uh, – you were one of the Dutch masters. Uh, did they do nudes, Dutch masters? I'm, I just like saying Dutch masters. Doesn't that sound 
Hey, welcome to uh, our flight of uh, Dutch Masters. We'll be cruising at 30,000 feet with uh, not watercolors, but those other paints that are thicker and you can make, you know, wavy stuff. And we'll be, say, we'll be saying words on this flight like Odaleske, Odalesque, and uh, Tangential. And we will have, uh, your beverages will be so- served by Rubenesque nudes who will be clothed. Uh, thank you for flying this Flemish airline with no phlegm, just Dutch masters. Uh, tonight on Dutch masters. So, you know, that would be relaxing, huh? Would they have those hats? Those hats would are, probably take up more than one seat, you know, unless you have a seat island like us, then you could kind of cock it to one side and that would get out of the way. So now we're at cruising and we're just cruising, cruising, cruising. So it'd be a good time to rest. And then maybe if you're on an actual flight, we'll save it for here. And then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pretend that you could save it and then restart it if you need it. You know, if there's ever any turbulence, I'll just, you know, we could pick up here where I'm talking. It's like there is so... The other thing was this this guy kid I was sitting with at the airport. He was like, "Oh, you got to check out this new, got to check out this new Cayenne and JC video." And I said, "Oh, Cayenne and JC, they're the best. I love their videos." And he said, "Which one's your favorite?" And I said, "That one where uh, uh, Cayenne is like, uh, you know, I dislike Magenta so, but girlfriend." I, you know, I've drank so much wine, JC, and I, I threw it in her face. And then we were like, RGB came over and we were, we were like, uh, you know, why, why, you know, why do we have to aspire to be 1080i's when there's already 4K in the 1080i's? Like, what, what, what's going to happen to me? Remember the good old days when it was just CGA? Or before that, pre-GA, which was just greens. And you, know, and you think about the great colorization fad of the 1980s, I think. Was Ted Turner behind that, the colorization fad? Was say, hey, let's paint this town uh, literally on film, paint it. And the people, was that hand-painted? It probably was. Or, you know, they didn't even have computers. They probably only had green computers back then. And then it makes me want to say Unix. And the boy had stopped. He moved two seats away from me. And I said, whoa, that was my favorite Kai and JC video. And excuse me, young man, this is, um, since this is a dream, I can ask you questions in the future and past tense. Speaking of JC, you know, I know this also stands for Jesus Christ. And we were trying to figure out this Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King Jr., but the original Martin Luther. Well, one was Martin Luther King Jr. Was that just a happenstance that they was named that uh, or not? Two was Martin Luther. What are Martin Luther and JC's relationship as far as belief systems go? Do you are you familiar? Was this thing he stapled on the wall? Was this like more of a political thing? Or a you know, spiritual thing, do you? And then he called over a security guard, and I said, "Oh no, just asking to." Uh, sorry, I. I said, "Do you have any?" And he said, "Just don't talk to the kid, please." And I said, "Okay." And I said, "Would you like to talk to me?" Because you know, in a case of uh, turbulence, it's great to talk about things. And he said, "Really." He said, because uh, he said, I got I guess I got some of the talk because it's a little trending right now is replace a movie with a body part. And I said, really? Like, so replace a movie with a body part. I'm like, one word in the title or all words in the title? And he said, I don't know. And I said, well, is you got, I was like, are porn or non-porn? And he laughed. And I said, because you got top buns right off the bat there or top guns. You could just say top guns. Um Mop, 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 mop something would be another one. That would maybe be behind-the-scenes porn, though. Okay, let's move on. Uh, ten things I hate about poo. Well, that's not a body part. Ten things I hate about your do, but that's uh, that's not that's kind of cheating. 
why did that movie come in? I don't think I've seen it. Um, uh, Pitch Perfect. Let's try Pitch Perfect. Um, Stitch. That's not a body party. Itch Perfect. That's not a body party. I'm not very good at this, huh? Toes. Toe Face. Scarface already has a body part. Uh, the Toe Father, maybe. The Foot Father. Um, uh, what about current movies? Uh, Thor. How about um, a forearm? Forearm. No. Avengers. The Age of all, all, all Ulcers. Uh, age of... You, you, what are they thinking? The thing in your throat. Oh, you, you'll, uh, let's see. About Star Wars, the, 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 the leg awakens. Like if your leg fell asleep. Yeah, I don't know if I'm good at this game, but the turbulence seems to be subsiding and there's nothing to worry about. Anyways, like it's, it's bouncing us. Maybe it'll bounce my brain into functioning at this challenge this man's presented me with. Uh, Star Wars. Let's see. What's other movies that are on? I'm not very good at this. Uh, Guardians of the the Gargling. That's a Guardians of the Gonads. Guardians of the Gonads. That could be a porn or a educational film. Uh, Guardians of the Goiter. If you have a Goiter. Guardians of the Golgi Apparatus, of course. That could use a guardian. I think there probably is a guardian. Um, okay, let's move on to something else. Uh, was a, oh, I saw that uh, movie, which title eludes me. Gravity, we could say, but then it's like um, cavities. That would be a cavity. Cavity, yeah. And there could be, you know, when, when you could try to, get to the cavity before it started or relocate the teeth or what, I don't know, re, regrow the teeth with stem cells would be one thing. Um, um, what, what other, I guess, I guess I'm not good at on the spot coming up with stuff, security guard, but I hope I relaxed you. So you're not going to put me on any watch list or anything. Cause I'm just here traveling, uh, Oh, oh no, my my uh, tomato soup may be leaking, or maybe that's a symbol of my heart leaking out joy at, at playing this game with you. But thank you for entertaining me. You know, uh, I, I wish I was better at that. Dazed and confused. Dazed and colons. Dazed and colons. No, it should be. I would think you would shoot for the same syllables in the. So it's it's I'm sure if you get you know I've had a piece of paper and some time because I like to have the syllables match up. Uh, let's see if a, a pulp fiction, um, foot fiction that's kind of boring. Uh, pulp 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 polyp fiction if you're uh, you know it was about the colon polyps and the colon. Uh, uh, groin fiction. That would be not a great title for a porn, but uh, maybe for edgy high school education, groin fiction. We could make. What about it? What do you think? This is some stuff if you've been told. You know that kids tell each other about their groins. That's just not true. Uh, the first myth you have is that uh, you know, depending on the household, that's a source a place of evil. You know, your groin is not a source of evil. And some people might say your groin has a mind of its own. And what what do they mean by that? Is that true? Well, you'll learn all this and more on groin fiction. Uh, presented in a manner that is pleasing to both adults and teachers and sophomoric teachers and people that would watch it on YouTube and make funny comments, but not the children that would actually benefit, because how would we get it approved? Thank you. And, you know, for preceding growing fiction, will be presented in nonlinear order. Uh, also, sm- stories that are related about the growing fiction, but uh, that come together like two groins come together. Uh, almost like two spaceships in gravity or cav- oh, cavity, cavity, cavity. It's like, you know... Anyway, thank you, security guard. We're, and by the way, we're through the uh, all the things. It seems like, you know, I'm sensing that we're going to be landing soon. Again, I'm confused where we're headed. 
Because it couldn't even, it might not even be a T. We could be, it's a, isn't Toledo a place in Spain as well? Interesting. I don't know. So interesting possibilities of this flight, huh? Uh, well, uh, what, what, what was my point? I, don't, I guess you might say, what was his point? Did he have a point? Uh, well, it was um, a few good men, a few good seamen, a few good men, a few good, a few good feet. Again, you need the same. I don't know if there's any body parts that are three letters that rhyme with men. Um, uh, a few good glands. No, see, it's glands. I think that's one glands. It's one syllable, but not sure enough. It doesn't rhyme with men. A few good lens, len, 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 phlegm, phlegm. A few good phlegm. There you go. Is phlegm, and phlegm is uh, plural, I believe. Phlegms, is phlegms pure plural for phlegm? I have a lot of phlegm. Wouldn't that be plural? What do you think? You know, does the uh, Super Bowls around the corner? You got Russell Wilson. He had a bad game, and Tom Brady had a good game. I don't know how that's going to turn out. Uh, particularly, I don't know. I just I don't know. I know that uh, there's a, a guy named Kevin who's a big Seattle fan, uh, who I, I've I've haven't met, but he seems like an interesting character, interesting human being, wonderful, wonderful person. I don't know where he what his status on flying is. I think he's a biker. Yeah, that's like Russell Wilson plays for the Seahawks. Tom Brady plays for the Tate Patriots. I know that could nothing could be more boring or irritating. But, you know, maybe a little irritation will stir you up. But you know, I I uh, I say talking about bikers and my ranty. Is uh, she said, you know, I've never ridden on a motorcycle. She forbade me from it. And that's right. I said ranty, not auntie. I have an aunt. Her name is R- R- Runehilda. And she said, call me ranty. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm confused. And she said, from now on, I want to be your ranty. And I said, well, why? And she said, because I love to rant. And she said, I said, you are hilarious, my ranty poo. And she said, no, just ranty. Ranty poo is weird. You're my adult nephew. And I'm your aunt ranty, which was used to be your auntie. But now I'm, you know, because I like to rant. And I said, well, ranty, um, what do you like to rant about? Why don't you tell me without ranting? Because I'm, you know, I'm retelling this story in the ears of a wonderful person who knows that we're uh, approaching our uh, or uh, whatever landing out soon. We're both like, well, where are we going? So, Ranty, what what kind of stuff would you rant about? And she said, well, I'd rant about the wonderfulness of London. And I said, well, that's not really a rant. And she said, well, I'd rant about page three then because that's just... And I said, page three, is that where they put naked women? And she said, I, I believe it is, but I'm not in London. So she said, I'd rant, rant, rant about that. And I said, well, geez, uh... Is London's where? Is that where Martin Luther got his start? Church of England? And she said, "I'm not sure. I'd just ran. That'd be another thing I'd rant about. Your ignorance. Why don't you? Didn't you go to school? Didn't you pay attention?" And I said, "No, I, I did not." And to be honest, I don't know what the you know religious historical. I guess in American history they would have no been world history or English history. I don't know, Rancy. I don't know. I, I'm. I don't know. And she said, well, that's enough to make me go on a rant, just like, you know, ranting about, you know, necessity of things like Selma and not Martin well, Martin Luther. I, she said, I don't really know anything about him, Martin Luther King Jr. And how we, we're just not done with that journey yet. She's like, I'd rant about that as a flight comes in and lands. I, she's like, I'd use that energy and that fear to stoke my inner fire and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm safe right now. Maybe I need to take some actions, and or at least let my heart open up to other people's suffering. And I said, Ranty, that is a wonderful r- rant, as Scooby Doo writes say. And she said, don't degrade my points with a Scooby Doo reference. And then she laughed and said, Ruby Doo. 
And I said, I thought about my ranty as a plane comes in for a landing. Right as rain. I think about American Sniper. American Piper. Well, that's not a, is there a Piper? Is that part of an ear? American Liper? No. Aper. Baper. You go. You can go through by the alphabets. Kuiper. Cipher. American Cipher. Cipher in the Snow. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, American Cipher. Diaper. Diaper. American Diaper. Uh, that could be a movie. Title, body part, if you wear a diaper a lot, American Pipe, Iper, Fly Pfeiffer, maybe CDEF, Guyper, Liper, Diaper, Sniper, Sniper. American Diaper is the closest thing I could come up with for American Sniper. But it's just like one of those things, like as our plane lands, it touches down, right? As rain, we're landing. And my ranty. In my rants of just going on and on, talking to you, you know, you, maybe you drifted away, but I just got to thank you from the bottom of my, did someone just say vibe central? Because I, I feeling a vibe here, vibe, I feel like this is vibe central between the two of us because the vibe I've got is a vibe of gratitude for you listening to me as we taxi on the runway totally on the ground. I do not sense we're, I sense we're on some sort of solid land, so we're not in soup. And probably we're not next to soup because if looking out the window, I see, you know, so maybe this is a real flight. And we're, we're not, if we're not at home, sweet home, we're at land, sweet land. But again, I cannot thank you enough for listening to me. It was so calming because I was really nervous on that flight. And my chattering, you listening to it and accepting it. And in some sense, you validated me passively listening when you were listening and actively not listening when you were actively not listening made me feel safe. And uh, you know, I'm normally not a guy that is, uh, you know, uh, people want to listen to because I'm out there, you know, talking about my ranty talking about how I can't, you know, talking to people at the airport that don't, they say, you know, there's no such thing, K-I-A-N, not C-Y-A-N. And I said, J.C. is not stand for Jesus Christ. And why don't you get a book and read about Martin Luther and Martin Luther King Jr. or write one? And I said, ranty. I said, no rants. We're trying to calm people here. And she said, sorry, kid. Uh, You know, uh, I'm just trying to play my PSP but I again I gotta thank you for listening to me it was so great to be able to get to this through this flight and wonder you know I wondered if this was like a dream because it was a dream come true to have someone to comfort me only by listening and you say well I wasn't really doing anything you were you were there for me to relieve attention because it is like the fear of being alone and being the tree that falls in the woods that no one hears. You were hearing my fear, processing it through your, you know, thing and, and coming out the other side and bouncing back to me off your face and your hair and your ear and your smiling grin came back to me and put some peace, the, the scene waves and the cosines and everything. So I'm just glad that I'm here, you know, thank you. And I hope I helped you get through this flight. I hope I helped you fall asleep or relaxed you. And, you know, if it falls, fails, pretend your toes are jelly and they're melting in your shoes in a good way, in a warm jelly. I don't, I don't know. I just thought of that. I don't know. Is there a movie with jelly in the title? Um, you know, if you, could, if, you could, if you have nothing else to do, you could think of five what was the first one? The boy said five things. Not to say at a job interview. That's funny stuff. Um, I hate your guts, asshole. Uh, that's another one I said. That was an interview with my ranty to be her assistant, though. And she said, uh, you're hired. And then she said, and then you're fired. And I said, ranty, did you just hire me to fire me? And she said, I, I set up this whole interview for that. And I said, 
She said, but I didn't expect you to say that. And I said, I expected you to fire me. And so we laughed, me and Ranty. That was great. Does a pretend job interview count as a job interview? So those are all questions to think about. And then you could think about movie titles that are body parts. Uh, body double, was that a movie? So then what would you replace it with? Uh, double body. You know, that 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 would be one. Uh, body heat, heat body. Or you could say uh, body body beliefs if you were talking about sheep. Body peeps. If you you know if your body makes peeps, people's bodies make a lot of noises. Body sheet, body sheets, but you know heat, body heat, um, uh, bodyguard. You'd say, uh, oh, body lard. Our bodies do have lard in them. I think they call. I think that's a term for it. Rough, the lipids, uh, body, body, body star, body. I don't know. I'm not good at that. So those are things to do while you wait to get off this plane. But you're good. You're fine. You made it and you helped me make it. So thank you for being so wonderful, so kind and so open hearted. And, you know, if you if you if you if you need extra smile, just think of my ranty and what she would say about these people as they they already stand. And they said, please don't stand. And Randy would say, what are you doing? You could be ranty instead of being you getting mad. Just be my ranty. Ranty. Is there a movie with rant? rant? Okay, good night. Bye-bye.